When Barry and Blue threw poo at you, part two. I know I left you hanging on the left on the last episode where I had I ended by saying I had totally cratered with uh, Pedro Adeo. <laughs> I'd imploded, cratered. He's like, I don't understand what you're what you're pitching me right now at all. So I was crushed. So I kept my head held high and it was time to go back into the networking fray. And wouldn't you know it, literally three minutes later, there's Barry and Blue, who are super influential uh, people in the space, uh, event planners, like on a massive scale. They drive like 15, $20 million of revenue with their events, their three lines. Anyway, Misha gets a captive audience with Blue and implosion number two. And what did I learn and how did I rebound? So listen into this episode. You know when someone is selling from stage and at the end the audience gets up and rushes to the back of the room to buy? That's a table rush. My name is Misha Z and the Table Rush Talk Show is all about bringing you the tools, strategies, and tactics that you can use to grow your audience and inspire them to buy. Uh, I've got my notes open. <laughs> I'm gonna try and stay on task as best I can. This is the rest of the story of when Barry and Blue threw poo at, threw poo at me, <laughs> knocked, about, knocked down my idea. And by the way, this was right after um, Pedro Adeo had shellacked me. Uh, yeah, so Pedro Adeo shellacks me. Uh, he's super nice. It's just when you're humbled in the moment, <laughs> it can feel like somebody shellacked you. Uh, so yes, I chest held high, head up high, you know, reground, reaffirm with source, with God. Get, jump back into the fray. Get back into the mix. Go, go back into the, you know, the, the funnel hacking crowd of three or four hundred people, or whatever it is, mingling in the, in the small auditorium and the, the hallway. And so I do it. I, I'm, I charge back into the fray. Back into the fray. I'm trying to think of, uh, isn't there some war movie where it's like, back into the fray? Or I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, bump into Carla White, Google Carla White, and uh, she writes books and uses AI to help you write books. She helps you write books. There we go. Quick books. She helps you write books quick. Um, bump into Carla. Carla, I just cratered with Pedro, but someone said I should be looking for, um, I should be looking for, uh, uh, Barry and Blue. And she's like, oh, well, that's funny. There's, there's Blue right there. Go talk to him. And I'm like, oh boy, <laughs> take a deep breath. Let's go talk to Barry. And so just to set the frame for you, you, you I realized, uh, because on the intro to this episode, that, uh, that Barry and Blue Baumgartner and their event production business, I wish I knew the name of it, um, has, they work on events that generate 
millions of dollars, right? So I said, hey, they helped, you know, Russell make $17 million at his last event. And I was like, I don't think the audience that you who are listening knows quite how impactful Barry and Blue, Blue Baumgartner are. <laughs> and, and what I had, was getting myself into. And so, you know, basically, so Barry and Blue, they help, they help you throw your live event or virtual event on a massive scale and they help you develop your through line. And so your th through line is basically your customer journey. Your, uh, so your customer who's at, uh, at go going to these events, it's their journey through the events. So you educate them just enough, inspire them just enough, uh, excite them enough you know to they want to buy at the end they want to buy what you're selling they want your product and it's really cool what they do so they're helping you have impact on your clients with your clients if you want to look at at it that way and how you know you're having impact with your clients your clients are buying on a massive scale they're taking action um i don't know why i just went down that little rabbit hole but <laughs> trying to justify selling there we go um so russell who does funnel hacking live his last funnel hacking live he, uh, uh, he i believe he spends five or six million dollars on these productions you know five thousand people show up um it's a big production they're a ton of fun i've been to two so far i'm scheduled for my third which is probably in september i should have the affiliate link in the notes but probably won't get around to it uh, but Russell spends six million dollars on this last one something like that but he generates 17 million dollars in revenue um, and BAM he now has made 11 million dollars and he has generated a ton of new clients further revenue opportunities his his cult, his culture is growing, his community is growing. So immediate impact on a bunch of people there on Russell's bottom line and further impact to be had. And so Barry and Blue help people do this. They've generated, I believe at last count, they've helped people generate a billion dollars worth of revenue through their events a billion dollars like that's crazy that's real money these are real people <laughs> doing real things is what i'm trying to say oh yeah and and how did russell stumble across them so russell as he tells the story or my interpretation of it is you know russell had done a couple couple final funnel hacking lives they went well they're getting bigger he does another one maybe it's his third or fourth one and it falls flat and he loses a boatload of money, loses a ton of money. He's like, I'm never doing a funnel hiking live again. I'm over it, that was horrible. Somehow he meets Barry and Blue, fast forward. They're like, hey, you gotta build this right. You gotta have your through line, we'll help you. We'll make it amazing. Sure enough, 
Fast forward to today, his last one. He makes a boatload of money instead of losing a boatload of money. All of a sudden, here I am talking to Blue Baumgartner, the husband. He's the behind the scenes guy. And I'm like, Blue, I've got this great idea. Ali told me I should talk to you about it. And he says, fire away. You have my, I am your captive audience. So I start telling him all my grand ideas. And basically, let's see, where am I gonna go with this? Bear with me as I, I think of how to do this. I'm like, should I turn, the, how deep should I go in this idea here? Cause I don't, wanna, I don't wanna keep you on here too long. Anyway, basically what I'm doing is I, 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 interview, cust I interview your customers stadium style at your events. And, and what that does is that moves the needle uh, of people who, who buy from you or renew from you. And it works really well for sure with like a small event of, you know, let's say 50 to 200 people. These are the events I've got to try it at. I have a customer and she's like, oh my gosh, the way you interview my people and then deliver the content to them. It makes them renew. You know, they spend like seven to $10,000. That's her offering. And then you, uh, new people want to, want to buy my offering because they see what you do. And, uh, the last event you did for me, you literally, you literally drove $70,000 in revenue. And I was like, holy crap, that's amazing. And I got that on video, by the way, my friend, Stacy, uh, customer friend, Stacy, uh, dear friend, actually, how cool is that? Is that our customers can become dear friends that are fun to work with? Cause I love working with Stacy. So Stacy <laughs> tells me that I got a testimonial being the testimonial guy. People are like, you got that on video, right? You're the testimonial guy. I'm like, yes, I did. Um, not perfect, but good enough. Uh, well, I think it's not perfect because I haven't had a chance to edit it up and look at it. I'm like, how did that land? Who knows? Another rabbit hole. So I'll, um, and I, I started digging deep too on, I was like, why did that have, why does that have so much impact on our customers? And so I, I found a bunch of research. I'm, I'm reading, I found a bunch of research and I'm reading Robert Cialdini's book called Influence. I strongly recommend you read it, but I'm seeing all these reasons why that it helps uh, your customers buy from you. It, so one, it endears them to you. Uh, there's the social proof aspect of it. They wanna be associated with you in that regard. Um, there's the goodwill aspect of it. It's such an act of goodwill for Stacy to bring me in and be interviewing her customers at the event. It's a ton of fun and reciprocation. So goodwill, you've got the reciprocation aspect. So you're doing this thing for your customer. Your customer is inspired to work with you again, or new customers are inspired to join into this. And then of course, you've got all this amazing content that you can use after, uh, that is a natural upsell for me, by the way, is to show you how to use that, 
content after the fact because so many people have hard drives packed full of content. <laughs> Ooh, I just thought of a good hook. Are your air, are, is your hard drive packed full of content instead of the airways or something like that? Um, anyhow, so I'm like, I'm, I'm, my thought was, was, man, if I could do that for Russell at his Funnel Hacking Live, and, and, you know, he's, and I could increase his conversions from 800 people who are spending, on average, you know, $75,000 a piece or $30,000 a piece or whatever it is. Let's just say, let's say it's $30,000 a piece from all the coaching people signing up for coaching, upgrading to the next level of coaching. I'm like, man, that'd be amazing. So I'm, I, I, as I'm talking this out, I'm as well thinking, boy, it'd have been a great opportunity for me to just tell the general idea and then let them think of how they could use my services to help their clients versus like a direct pitch of me saying, I'd do this for Russell. But I was framing it under the Russell example because obviously that's where we were. Thank you for listening if you've made it this far. So I'm telling him this. And I'm like, it'd be amazing and we could track it and Russell's so good with documenting the numbers. And uh, so Barry, it comes time for Barry to give me his input. And by the way, when I was talking to Pedro and pitched Pedro, I, I, I was not aware of an audience. Like it was, I felt like I was in a bubble just chatting with Pedro. Nobody knew what I was up to. So the ego hit was heavy, but not that heavy. <laughs> when I'm talking to Barry, no, excuse me, to Blue, I've got an audience. A bunch of people are paying attention to my conversation with Barry. No, with Blue, excuse me, with Blue. And so I'm, I have this, uh, boy, when you have an audience, so Barry basically, excuse me, Blue is basically is like, look, um, yeah, that's great. Uh, but in effect, how is you interviewing you know, five, let's say you can interview 10 people in this style at Funnel Hacking Live. He's like, there's 5,000 people there. Like that's, that's not gonna be enough to move the needle. Um, which may or may not be true, by the way. We could test it and try it. Hey, Russell, if, if you're listening, because um, I still think it's very powerful. It would create a lot of excitement at the event. Um, but Blue also said, Realistically, he's not going to give you credit anyway. He's just going to assume that it was people who were going to buy and or renew anyway. So I thought, dang, right? Which may or may not be true. Again, if you can, if you can point to statistics uh, that say, hey, you had 500 people sign up and now you had 550 people sign up or with Russell, you could look at 
his. He's consistently got X amount of people in the 2CCX coaching, for example. And so he has those numbers. I'm sure he pays attention on any given day how many people are in the 2CCX and how many people are returning or how many people are new. So just imagine if you could increase the renewals on Russell's scale. Like, how powerful would that be, right? And so, um, I'm trying to convey this idea. <laughs> well, I am conveying this idea. And Blue's like, yeah, no, you don't understand. You're, yeah, it's at scale, at the scale of Russell Brunson, it's not gonna work. It just isn't gonna work for these type of events. He goes, but the value you bring is your creating amazing content for them. And so now they can use that content in their ads, in their uh, marketing, in their, you know, their, their funnels, their email sequences, all these things. It's not the answer that I wanted to hear. It's not the answer I wanted to hear is what I will tell you. I was wanting to hear, awesome, let's get you in front of Russell, or awesome, oh my gosh, I want to introduce you to my clients, right? That's what I wanted to hear. He's like, yeah, no, that's eh, a great way to generate content. So your opportunity is to, you know, to sell that and perhaps the repurposing of that content and how to use it or such. Right, and he's like, Russell's got a full team for that anyway. And um, so I was deflated, <laughs> but I kept at it with Barry. It felt like, excuse me, with Blue. And um, he's like, yeah, no. And as a matter of fact, I'm done with this conversation. I have got stuff to do. It was another one of those moments, the exact same feeling I had when Pedro was like, uh, no, you're not making sense. Um, you're not making sense. Like, I've got stuff to do. I've got more conversations to have with people other than you. And so there I was again with Blue. Same exact feeling. Uh, yeah, this conversation is done. Um, <laughs> you know how when someone's looking at you and they're, they're like, uh, I'm done here. And <laughs> you're trying to, what is that? It's like a girlfriend or something. Or, or <laughs> you've asked a girl out and they've said no. And there's that super awkward... Uh, how do we get out of this moment? Oh my gosh. Except this time I did have the audience. And, uh, and so, um, what, I'm looking at my notes here again. Oh yeah, so the value for Russell is the content to use later. And I also have, by the way, there are so many live streaming opportunities for Russell at, the, at these events and not even him live streaming, but of what's going all around him at these events. You could do so much cool live streaming stuff by interviewing people, by interviewing the speakers, by just so much massive live streaming opportunities. But Russell may be too controlled, I think. And I don't say that negatively, like the the event, you know, Funnel Hacking Live has the illusion, the illusion of spontaneity and fun and, and all this stuff, which is not an illusion. Uh, uh, I say the spontaneity, 
that that's an illusion right like everything is super controlled everything happens for a reason at funnel hacking live everything is what i would say so uh anyhow um carla sees me flame out i walk away tail between my legs and uh i walk away tail between my legs carla was like looks at me and says something along the lines of oh my god what was that like you need to you know shorten that up or change your pitch or or whatever which all may be true again how can i lead with uh more value like a, a simple question would have been uh what what problems do your customers have with getting uh good quality video content and testimonials at their events like how about that for a question versus here's my idea for you like see if they even have a problem and if they don't have a problem then great don't try and manufacture one shake their hand tell them what you do and let them get back to their day right thank them for their inspiration because they are so inspiring um and uh where am i going with this now so uh thanks for listening again how am i at 19 minutes you people so i tell uh carla i'm like carla i can't hear this right now <laughs> we gotta have this conversation later um so my big takeaway after that big crescendo of you listening to the story yet again is what did misha learn all right so i did learn one thing i just told you uh, how do i lead with value i could ask a more better question and to see if there's a need and then throw ideas around at them um, which they could take and use whether it was me or anybody else um, oh the other thing was i absolutely needed to hear what blue had to say about about people need help using the content and where to use it and how to use it and creating that content and and i didn't want to hear that i wanted to hear yes this idea that you have all you have to do is show up and interview someone and that's it and you're magically transforming their business right <laughs> which is true with stacy but i am making content on the back end of it that is serving people uh, <laughs> but i I, do you get what I'm saying here? Like, I was like, oh, oh, the next step. I, this is going to lead to more work, perhaps. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to say it, but I was just like, in hindsight now, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's the logical next step. And that does go along the lines with the lines of I'm done asking questions. I have the information I need. I know what the logical next steps are for people. You're helping them create this content. You're giving them ideas and ways to create content. Your customer stories, your testimonials, like that's extremely powerful content. The social proof, right? Okay, logical next step. How do we use this? Help them use it. Give them a vision of how to use it. And uh, the, <laughs> sorry, a distracted shiny object just walked by. Sometimes I'll get distracted when people walk by. I become hyper aware that I'm talking into the void. 
<laughs> and if they're kind of cute people walking by, I get self-conscious real quick. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what am I doing? Um, anyhow, uh, yes, logical next steps, how to use it, paint the picture for how to use it. Um, Russell, if you're listening to, listening to this, uh, let's talk about how live streaming would do amazing things for you endear your audience even more to you um, perhaps inspire more people to buy to take action to renew make it a ton more fun um, if you need any of that you might not what else did I have oh yes the other big learning experience from uh, the blue conversation was you know you gotta kind of got to have these conversations to get better at having these conversations and it's up to me to to find the learning lessons quicker so i can apply them to my next conversations and to not be disheartened i mean you can be disheartened for a minute take the ego blow um, um yes and then move forward you know keep your chest held high and then get ready to jump in the fray again because the opportunity will come again because I'm in that space right now. And then I got to turn it into uh, a great uh, Facebook post where I wrote the story. And uh, I had uh, Carla, you know, gave me the, the thumbs up. She said the sweetest thing. She said, oh my gosh, it was so amazing to see you uh, get back on the horse and jump in the fray with blue. and. So that was super affirming and validating. And, and uh, I get to use it as a tool for inspiration for other people. And assuming I continue on this journey one day at a time, this will be a great pivotal story to point to. Because we should always be collecting our stories, building our story bank that we can use as we're uh, trying to inspire people to move forward. So collect your stories, collect your customer stories of how you're impacting them. And uh, let's all grow together. There you go. You've made it 25 minutes with me. Enjoy the day. Give me a positive review. Send some love. All right, if you got value out of this, of course. Thank you. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Table Rush Talk Show. For resources to help you sell your stuff, go to B-E-L-O-V-E dot media forward slash resources. That's B-Love dot media forward slash resources. And be sure to subscribe, comment, five star and share. Thank you again for listening.